not talking this up too much. It's just that, like... How could you possibly? The whole experience is so... Is so... It's cringe in a way I had not witnessed prior to watching this episode. Jesus Christ. The shit that we've already had. The content warnings we've had to put in every single fucking episode. I... <laughs> this... I... Uh, I... I I remember the first time watching it, have like at the scene, having to like pause several times just to like take a minute no. and like think about my life choices no. up till that. Why are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Oh, what? <sighs> are you afraid? Yeah. Good. <laughs> In the Mood for Chaos, a Riverdale Roasting and Recap Podcast. My name's Miranda. I've never seen an episode of Riverdale and I'm so scared. My name is Evelyn and I've seen some episodes of Riverdale twice. And this is, um, as I've told Miranda several times now, uh, this episode contains my all-time favorite moment in the entire show. Uh, which we will not be getting to until the latter quarter of the recap. But oh boy, we're gonna have to give it a clickbait title. It's like you won't believe what happens in the last five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> oh. Miranda jumps out a window. <laughs> oh yes, yes, and you know, much like Riverdale. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I, there's just no words to really describe it. It's the only thing I care about this episode. Nothing, literally nothing else fucking matters <laughs> to me. And um, it's just so unhinged. Yeah, I think you, it's the best way to describe what it is. You like, sent me a couple messages <laughs> that were just so, so, like out of nowhere too. I think yeah. we were talking logistics, like what time should should we do it? Fine, thumbs up. And then out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> you have no idea how excited I am for this episode. It's just ellipsis. It's so ellipsis. It's so unhinged. <laughs> in my opinion, it's the first episode in the whole show that really sets off the tone for the rest of that. <laughs> that line in particular... I meant to say for the rest of the show. I... <laughs> I mean that. I don't know what happened there. My brain melted. You know what? I don't even... Sure. Fine. I I forgive you. I. It's all no, you good. Don't. You shouldn't. Well, not for this. <laughs> for the... For the oh. oh, we said the wrong word. It happens. Right. Sets the tone for the rest of the show. Yeah. And I went through like a BBC Sherlock Mind Palace montage <laughs> of all the... Fucked up stuff that's happened so far. Oh and my gone, god, Miranda, oh, you have no idea. That like, is, I'm not even kidding. I know you you're think, not. You think that that this is fucked up? You yes. You think that all you, oh, Miranda, season three. Yes. Oh, you are in for a ride. You <laughs> cannot begin to guess 
Oh, Miranda, you have no idea is quickly becoming your catchphrase. <laughs> it's, it's it's just you really don't. You really, no, I, really no, don't. And, and and something happens. Oh, really? <laughs> and well, several things happen, and none of them make any sense. And I was starting to build a like a little theory, Mm-mm. um, even though I don't knew it was bother. yeah, even though I knew it was <laughs> fruitless because in order like to make a theory, that means things have to make sense, and I just know they're. Not no. So they never have, and they no. never will, and it only gets worse. So <laughs> this is chapter twenty one. Twenty one. Uh, if we were in the U.S., this chapter would be of legal drinking age. Yep. So that's something <laughs> to think about. Um, and it's called the House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Which fantastic. Yeah, that's what you want. I agree. Yeah. I don't. Hey, guess what? It's a movie. <laughs> oh, what a turn of events. I know. <laughs> this is the only predictable thing about this show anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I know they're going to yeah. pull the rug out from under me. Oh, yes, they are. It is a story, or it's a movie about a babysitter who is called to a babysitting job, and then they're like, surprise, it's not a kid, it's my elderly mother, and then it turns out there's a demonic cult living in the house waiting for the lunar eclipse. Oh, so nice. and I think she gets pregnant with Satan's child like that. It's huh. I don't care for that at all. No, and you have sent me screen caps. I, but yeah. I and and I haven't sent you any screen caps of the scene. <sighs> no, That's how haven't. I'm referring to it. The scene, I capital want, T, capital S. I don't want you to know anything about it until uh, we get to that point in the recap. And I don't. I want you to come in just fresh. Yeah. Afraid, haggard, haggard. I don't want to give you any. I I just want you. I want you to experience this scene in its purest form. Huh? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just with with no other context except for the context I will be giving you. I am starting to suspect this entire thing is a psychology experiment. <laughs> and fucking Philip Zimbardo is gonna bust through the wall like I told you. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna look at the screen caps. Yeah, you are. That you have chosen. I so specifically. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Hat trick of screenshots of a phone. I think this is my new brand. I think every time there's a moment where someone's texting, I'm gonna use that screen cap. And it's it really is just huge text. And it looks so, it looks like pasted on or photoshopped on. It kind of does, hey? Anyway, someone's holding a phone and there's a message from now that says, that's from Veronica, that says, can you come over? <laughs> and the U is the, the letter U. Yeah. So, of the three texts we've had, <laughs> here you up, can you come over? And I'm releasing the mugshot. <laughs> Great. <laughs> My guess would be that again, this is Archie getting the text. Uh, it is. Okay, great. You're right. So fine. I wonder if we're gonna get like um something they vaguely alluded to as like a comics nod, where like we're gonna get Archie trying to sneak into the lodges place because <laughs> that happens like all the time, and we you know we all have have a bunch of laughs. It's just a good old fashioned goof. <laughs> It's not the laugh of a sane woman. (laughs) Next green cap. Oh, 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 it's motorcycle time. It is. So that's Jughead. 
That's Jughead. So that's Jughead. <laughs> End of discussion. He's sort of leaning on his motorcycle, like the kickstand's up. It's all cloudy and foggy. Big surprise. Is he... Is that FP? Yes. That's weird. He's in the jail place. I mean, not anymore, clearly. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be lit differently and much more dramatically, or not even dramatically, just like stupidly. <laughs> if it were like a flashback, I feel like they'd really make it a, ooh, cinema, ooh, bit Yeah, oh, um, they absolutely would. So... I guess FP's out of jail, so that's nice. Yeah, you know, good for him, I guess. Yeah, he's something to hold on to in this show. Is he? Probably not. He's got a motorcycle, too, so now they're, they're the, the father and son with the motorcycle father and the motorcycle son are having a little sit-down by an open field in the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice for them. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> and neither of them have helmets. Um, and the third one is... Hmm. <laughs> I think it's Betty. It is. That's Betty. Here's what's fucked up. What? No ponytail. Her yeah. hair is down. Her hair is down. She's lit dramatically. Mm-hmm. One half of her face is lit, the other's in shadow. She looks upset. She is. She lo- <laughs> She looks like she's been... I'd be upset if I were on this show, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she looks like she's crying, because that seems to sort of be mostly what Betty's doing this season, is crying mm-hmm. and also suddenly deciding that she's the one in charge. Yeah. Um, and she's in just a dark place... Look emotionally. Yeah. I can't I can't see like any Physically. surroundings or anything. Yeah. These are upsettingly benign for the way you've been <laughs> setting this up. Uh-huh. And I I And what happened last episode was a fucking anthology, so like I don't know. Jughead's the pancake mix man now. Oops. <laughs> womp womp. Archie paid for dinner. Cheryl. Betty found and Veronica found out that Sheriff Dad and Mayor McCoy are smooching. Uh-huh. Sheriff Dad got in a sick roast on Archie. Oh, yes, he did. And we had a millisecond of Kevin character development that was quickly snatched away. Yes. Cool. I have no idea how any of that could lead... Oh, because they all ended in relatively the same place. They were at Pops, and then Pops... Pop, 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 was, um, like, he got a phone call and then announced to, like, everyone in there that the Black Hood just phoned him. Yep. And they failed his test, still unclear exactly what the parameters were. Yes. And now there's gonna be problems? Yes. So... So, that still doesn't help me much. I want to know how the fuck FP got out of jail. (laughs) Prison jail. I know there's a difference and I do not know which one he's in. He's somewhere. I know that much. Um, so... Are you ready? No! Is there anything else? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
Uh, all right. So this is chapter 21, mm-hmm. House of the Devil. Jesus. So uh, we start off, as usual, with Jughead's narration. Oh, he's back. Yeah. Great. He's talking about how the town is dealing with the threat of the Black Hood. He says, um, he refers to him as the grimmest of reapers. What? Also, how did we cope? In the case of Archie and Veronica, it was through carnal defiance. <laughs> and they're just making out literally everywhere. Carnal defiance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, um, like it. No. Also... What, like, you have been completely celibate? <laughs> right? Oh, Jughead, you chased little boy. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up after saying that. Yeah. Uh, and then we... The grimmest of reapers. But not the Riverdale Reaper, unless no, it is. A, yeah. Unless it's not... Unless... Uh, something something... Uh, serial killers. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Carnal defiance. Yeah. So we get a bunch of um, shots of like a montage of them just making out in various places. Oh god, why? And then they're at um, like Veronica's house. Yeah. And then Archie's like, you know, oh, like, are you sure your parents won't be home? And mm. she's like, I'm sure. And then he tells her that he loves her. Oh! And then she doesn't say it back, and it's really awkward. And, and he leaves, and it's just, it's just very uncomfortable. And that happens. Yeah! So, that sucks. I'm, uh, interesting. Yeah. So then Jughead and Betty are at Pops discussing what the creepy trucker guy from last episode dude. told uh, told him. Mm. Yeah, dude, as you will fondly recall. Mm. So, uh, you know, he told him about a, a family that had been murdered. Yeah, by the Riverdale Reaper. Yeah. X amount of years ago. So Jughead has found some information. Oh, he's gone he? and looked into it, and he's found some info about it, and the trucker was right. There was a, a murder that took place. A family of four was shot. Okay. Um, so Jughead mentions that the Reaper was never caught, mm. and then Betty asks why he killed the family, and it's like, girl, we don't know because we didn't catch him. <sighs> Betty, my girl, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your brain? I thought you were a detective lady. I thought you were Poirot. (laughs) So Jughead says that the family may have been chosen at random, or it could have been because the house was isolated, which, like, you know, come on. (laughs) No. So, and then, surprise, it turns out he, like, shows her a picture and tells her the location, and it's the same house the Black Hood sent her to, where he made her look in a mirror. Oh! And put the hood on. Oh, shit! It's that place! Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that place because it was so stupid. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we should investigate. But he's like, I don't want to go back to the murder house. Correct. I don't want to go back there ever. And he's like, we like, we don't have to do that. And then he gets a phone, Jughead gets a phone call. And it's like, oh, who is it? And then, and then it? it's the prison jail. It's... It's that. Then who was phone? Then who was phone? <laughs> so And it's Hildegard. And it's Hildegard. <laughs> like, Sweetheart, great news. Yeah. Oh, Hildegard. So at school, <laughs> Jughead tells uh Archie and Veronica that his dad's getting out of jail. Uh Betty's also there, they're at the Bloom Gold or whatever. Of course. And then I'm like, I don't know 
why Jughead's here? Because, like, doesn't he go to Southside? <laughs> God, that's right! It's like they wrote that into the show. These kids and then just, they just show like, up didn't give a shit. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, you, like we can end right there. It's like they wrote it into the show and then didn't give a shit. It's like they didn't realize that that would actually inconvenience some elements of the story and then just didn't want to, like, find a workaround. I want to sit every single up. person who has ever touched a script of this show <laughs> down and then... Just hold them in a room and just scream. Just scream. Just scream that, like, actions have consequences. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they're they're t- telling all this to, um, Archie and Veronica. Mm. And then they also tell them they have a new lead on the Black Hood, and they want Veronica and Archie to, like, be them, you know, and be the ones to investigate. What? For them, because... Jughead's like, I want to be with my dad because he's getting out of jail. Right. And then Betty um, says, she makes up an excuse because she doesn't tell them that, um, you know, she's been to the murder house. Oh, okay. She doesn't want to talk about it. Right. So then we are in the change room. Uh. And Cheryl and Mm -hmm. Josie are there. Mm Mm-hmm. And Cheryl is like, you're very tense. I'll give you a massage. And then she, like, starts massaging Josie, but then they're interrupted by the janitor. And <laughs> he's back! He's back! He plays a surprisingly prominent role this episode. Not in the scene, but no. in other scenes. Oh, back We're actually, we're doing the... Yeah. You're like, tense. We're in a change room. We're both... What's the song? She was a singer. I was a cheerleader. Could I make it any more obvious? Well, that I think was like two different songs all in one. He was a boy. She was a girl. Could I make it any more obvious? Oh, maybe that was. He was a boy. She did ballet. But I never could do anything. Who's gonna boom? If I keep going, <laughs> maybe we'll just <laughs> stop. Maybe we won't have to go through this. So, uh, Josie is weirded out by the whole experience. Correct. And Cheryl, like, tries to keep massaging her, and she's like, "Mm -mm." Oh, God. So, okay, so then we're at the Lodge residence. Um, Veronica arrives home, and, um, Sheriff Dad is just leaving. Oh! So, Is he uh, stepping all the moms? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. (laughs) Um, he forgot where he lived again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he walks in, they're like, oh, uh, Sheriff Keller, uh, what are you doing here? He's like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Hiram and Hermione explain to Veronica that they got a letter from the Black Hood. Oh, them too. Um, and then they're like, you know, we're gonna... You know, it's gonna be fine, like, we're not worried about it. And Veronica's like, well, what about me? Like, I go to school. And they're like, well, we'll have Andre, the butler, follow you around everywhere and, and be your bodyguard and Hello? he'll chauffeur you and whatever. And it's like, okay, fine, great. Andre. Yeah. Nice to... He's the guy who replaced us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we met him that episode and yeah. he's not been there until yeah. now. Well, you know, good help is not seen or heard is what they say i believe that is the saying yes they also mentioned that they want archie to be around more because what muscular and devoted to veronica Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. 
I mean, why would you ever want him around? <laughs> but I do like <laughs> they had a wealth of adjectives to choose from for Archie. <laughs> and they didn't choose, like, smart or nice. No. Or even trustworthy. <laughs> no, they chose. Muscular, muscular. and devoted, <laughs> which actually not always great. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. While they're, like, talking about Archie, too, they, they cut to Archie's abs getting out Ugh. of the shower. Oh! And then he gets a text from Veronica asking him to come over. Oh. Uh, so and he's like, he's like, should I even put on clothes? <laughs> oh, nice. So, Betty, um, okay, so Betty is at home. She asks Alice if she can borrow the car, because, uh... She wants to go with Jughead to pick up FP from prison jail <laughs> and um, bring him to Pops. Uh, and she also, uh, and, you know, Alice is like, he's getting out of jail, oh no. And then <laughs> Betty's like, oh, whatever. Like, he's important to Jughead, so he's important to me and I want to help him, oh, whatever. And then she also uh, says, you know, and before you find out from someone else, Jughead is a serpent now. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah. That's, I do kind of like that, the, yeah. if someone's gonna find out, mm-hmm. eventually you might as well just sort of... Just tell him. Does Alice have any particular reaction to finding out about Effie going free? Um, she's Alice. Okay, cool. <laughs> so she's just kind of chaotic. And we don't know why yet he is free um i believe penny helped oh okay yeah sure yeah lawyerly business mm -hmm. so jughead announces to the serpents at the at the worm that <laughs> fp is coming home and that he's going to fill him in on the plan that they apparently have, which is to sit down with Mayor McCoy and talk to her about uniting the North and South Sides. That's the plan? I guess. I guess that's our plan. I'm not complaining because I thought their plan was build a fucking pipe bomb. Yeah, that was the plan before Jughead became the leader for some reason. And then after the North Side raided their school and arrested a bunch of students... Because beanie fuckers in charge now, mm -hmm. they're like, he's right. Civility is the way. Uh -huh. People, hell is other people. The abyss <laughs> does stare back. I am because I think. Therefore, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yep, yep. I mean, you got it. I hate him. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> um, so Tall Boy is displeased about the plan and he makes a fuss. And then Jughead wants a vote to see who stands with who, like who like wants to talk to the mayor and who I guess doesn't want to talk to the mayor. So everyone <laughs> she's sides. <laughs> she's a lovely woman who's <laughs> having an affair. Yeah. Um, like all the moms on this. It's like every single mom. Uh, and so they all side with Jughead, because fucking of course they do. Mm. Um, Archie and Veronica are making out. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why are they doing this to these people? <laughs> so they want to, they decided, they stopped making out to wow. discuss investigating the murder house. Hot! Archie <laughs> wants to talk about, about telling her that he loves her, but she doesn't. And then we get the title card. Ugh. 
And so then we see both Archie and Veronica telling their parents about what happened. And Veronica isn't sure. She, she says she's not sure she heard him right, which is a weird thing to suddenly throw in because it's like, well, you were the only person in the room. And he said it very loudly and clearly. And it's been discussed twice now. And then at no other point does she talk about not hearing him properly like so it's like great veronica sure um so uh okay and then and then fp gets out of jail um they take him to pops and guess who comes with them you're right it's alice uh-oh. And Alice Uh-oh. Asks, asks FP if he is sexually frustrated for what? being in jail. What? Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then she... And Even then, for her, that's kind of zero to a hundred. And then while they're at Pops, she tells FP that he should watch his back um, since the Black Hood is targeting sinners. Sure. And FP says that he's not going back to the serpents. He's thinking of, of pick, he saw, you know, that there was help wanted at Pops and he's thinking of, of, um, of joining, <laughs> of, of getting a job here. And also he's in uh, AA now and he's not oh, drinking. Right. So that's nice. So he's actually probably the safest person in town judging by what few credentials we have Mm -hmm. i wow she's really i mean all uh, these things all happen so quickly where it's just like okay i guess we're kissing but she just really was just like are you you sexually frustrated on lawyer (laughs) do we want to fix it (laughs) yeah that's that's Alice. It's that Tumblr exchange that you want. <laughs> Someone says something like "you're so ugly" or whatever, like an an insult, and the person just answers, "You want to fuck me so bad, it's embarrassing." <laughs> I think that's those two. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's amazing. <laughs> so Archie and Veronica go to Sheriff Dad about the murder house, and oh, he tells that's them, responsible. He, right? Uh, he says that the lead detective would have been someone named, uh, I believe, Sheriff Howard is what they said, or Howard. I don't okay. know if there was a D at the end of that name, but it doesn't matter. So he's dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> but his daughter... I'm sorry. He, is first, a, he has a daughter? Yes, named Margaret, who still lives in town. Okay. So Archie and Veronica phone Margaret, who tells them that her dad was obsessed with the murders. Yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? And he lost his mind over them. Oh, yeah, sure. And she doesn't want to tell them anything else because she she wants to move on. And then they decide, okay, well, we didn't get any information out of her, so we have to go to the murder house. So... FP and Jughead go for a motorcycle ride. Yay, Yay. father, son, bonding time. Um, FP asks Jughead if Penny has bothered him, and Jughead lies and says that he did a one-type job for her and they're square now. FP tells Jughead he doesn't want him to have the same life that FP did, and Jughead says he wants to stay with the serpents. So that happens, which I guess is nice. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So, okay, we see FP working at Pops now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time we've seen, we have seen someone else work there besides poor Pop? Um, Hermione worked there. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. She found, she found the snake box. Yeah, she found the snake box. 
Um, so, uh, Josie and Cheryl are there, and Josie is telling Cheryl that Reggie's dad is going to pay her $5,000 to play a show as long as Reggie escorts her. Cheryl is displeased. Hello? Yeah. It doesn't matter because this doesn't happen cool. in the episode. And we haven't heard from Reggie in, like, seven years. Yeah. So, Cheryl, uh... You know, she's she's upset now, and she sees FP, and she, like, knocks her milkshake to the floor. And she says, clean that up, plebe, the way you did my brother's blood. What? <laughs> Cheryl! Cheryl! Incredible. 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 Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, FP... Betty and, and, and Jughead are there, and they kind of, like, get up to, like, try and defend him. That's awkward. FP's like, you know, no, like, I'll clean it up, and I'll get you a new one. Um, and then Jughead laments the fact that his dad used to be a king, and he wants him what? to be celebrated, like, a ki- the king of the serpents, you know? Sure. And he wants, he wants FP to be celebrated. Yeah. And Betty suggests that they throw him no, no. a retirement party. <sighs> Damn it, Betty! And this you was... and your fucking bullshit domesticity! Oh, just you wait. So, uh, she says that she will plan it. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> so, Betty goes to the White Worm to talk to Tony about throwing the party. She's what? like, I want a karaoke machine. This becomes important later. I. Wh- <laughs> no, um, no, whoa, 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 whoa. In the scene? Wink. <laughs> Evelyn, am I going to have to hear you describe some of these people singing karaoke? <laughs> I'll never tell. So, Betty's talking to Tony. Yeah. And she says that she um, wanted to talk to Tony not just about the party, but she wants to be able to keep a better eye on Jughead and become part of the serpent. Oh, my God, Betty. So, Tony's like, you know, you want to be a serpent? And Betty's like, I want to be, like, serpent adjacent. Not how that works, Betty. So then someone listening in behind them, like, laughs and tells Betty that if she wants to be a serpent, she has to do the serpent dance. It's it's pole dancing, but you have to... Excuse you me? You have to pole dance. Okay, okay. Betty is intrigued by this. Betty, no... Sure, great. This sounds like a job for a dark Betty, uh-huh. actually. <laughs> um, so, to be a serpent, if you're Jughead, you have to watch a dog... <laughs> Yell some laws, get bit by a snake, and then get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. If you want to be a serpent, sort of, and you're Betty. Well, if you're a woman, you have to pole dance. I was getting, yes. Yeah. You have to strip pole dance. And and Tony is like, you know, it's so sexist, but old old traditions die hard or whatever. It's so dumb. Wow. Oh, 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 they're even trying to do the, like, the, because yeah. we've acknowledged it, that means it's okay it's that we're like, doing no, it. It's like, no, like, you guys are the writers. You didn't have to make this the did, way. <laughs> it is, did Tony have to do it? Yes, that's the implication, that she had to, that she also had to strip. I, Which, I, by the way, is a totally fine thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, but the way it's presented in this particular episode is a little bit, like, okay. Well, and it's, it's, um... Of all the things one may be coerced or forced into doing, mm-hmm. that's a particularly nasty one. Yes. If you're not 
into it. If yeah. Dark Betty comes out or if Betty comes out and she's just like, it's my time, now I am the pole lady, then good for her. She starts her own burlesque business, Betty Burlesque. That's her name. I love that. <laughs> and that's my new headcanon. But it sounds like this is real shitty um, business. Yeah, it sucks. Especially because they've already showed us what you have to go through, which didn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway. Betty's, like, intrigued, though. Like, she's looking at, like, the the people who are pole dancing right now in the Ooh, bar. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. They're, they're, it just happens all the time, I guess. And in the white worm? Yeah. And so she's oh. like, yeah, they're at the bar. Sorry. I, I forgot I, if I mentioned that. No, you did, but I pictured them at school and I was confused for a moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's still side high, so apparently anything goes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, great. That happens and we're all super excited. Mm-hmm. I am... Also hung up on, I realized that why the FP used to be king was so fun to me was because you know how gangs have kings? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> Is this something about Jughead wearing a crown? Is this, are we doing that again or are we just saying dumb things? I think we're just saying dumb things because we want it to be like, oh, FP used to be so powerful and now he's not. And like, he used to be the king, but whatever. Right. Cool. So. Um, okay, so, so FP and Jughead are now back at home, um, FP doesn't want to have a party, Jughead convinces him immediately, Oh, and then he gets a call from Penny, and she wants him at Pops. So Jughead goes to Pops to meet her. Um, I'm zooming through because I'm so excited. I can tell! I just, I don't like it! Let's get to the scene! (laughs) So, Jughead tells her that he wants out, but she's not gonna let him, and then he tries to leave, but she threatens Betty. Oh! Yeah, but then, like, she doesn't even tell him to do anything. Like, he walks away anyway, so it's like, Kaden, why are you here? (laughs) What do you think is gonna come of this? Right? Also, it's like, okay, tell your dad the truth. Like, tell your dad the truth, because at this point, lying is just not helping anybody. And also, if there's anyone that you're not going to be able to intimidate, it is her. She has all the cards. Yeah, like, clearly. (sighs) It's very stupid. So, Archie and Veronica then go to the murder house. Delightful. Um, And then, like, we get, like, um, a... Like, they're talking, they're going through, like, the newspaper article that they've clipped out or whatever, Mm. and, like, going from room to room, like, like, reading about, like, who was shot where, and then we see, like, a reenactment of the shooting. come on. And then, um, they, uh, they're, like, tracing his steps through the house, and then, um, there are bloodstains, which are too red. This is something that always, this is a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. It's, like, always the bloodstains are, like, red, and it's been, like, decades. You wait fucking ten minutes and that shit oxidizes. Right? It's, like, have you never, and, like, I feel like shows are a little bit better about this now, Mm. but I remember, like, because my mom used to watch CSI. Oh, yes. And it was always, like, bright, bright red blood. Yeah. But they did a lot of interesting things on that show. They certainly did, didn't they? Yeah. So, um, they're, like, looking around, and then Veronica, like, Veronica's looking at, like, this door that has, like, um, you know, like, the size measurements, like, the notches carved into, like, oh, measuring yeah. kids' sizes. Yeah. And, um, she's like, you know, this is a family of four, right? And oh, then- Oh, God. Archie's like, yeah, and she's like, okay, well, why does this door have three, three. measurements on it? And then they find a box Jesus. full of the old sheriff's notes, which he kept what? 
in the house so he could keep working on the case? Like, why do you need to be in the house, though? What is it with the sheriffs in these towns and, and just, just <laughs> treating treating their research and evidence like squirrels do the nuts <laughs> they hide for winter? Right? Like, guys. And also, how the fuck was that never mentioned? In the case. I know forensics aren't what they used to be, but I feel like people still used to know however long ago this was. People still knew the difference between two and three. Yeah. Also, like, why would... Is the department not looking for these documents? And... Like, they are missing. And if... Like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to, like, just take stuff. Listen, I've never worked in a police department. No. Thank God. Um... And maybe Hildegard would know. Maybe Hildegard would know. We'll have to ask her one well, day. <laughs> like a like a seance. She's not dead. No, but she's fictional, so I think you have to have a seance. Wait, what? Every every fan fiction is a mini seance. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. What is a key what is what is a keyboard but a Ouija board for the living? That's what I've been saying my whole fucking life. <laughs> I, it is. I don't know why. <laughs> it is. It is. So, um, they find, they find this box full of dumb shit that doesn't make any sense. Great. And they're looking for, like, a third kid with the initials JC, and they find a picture of the, of five family members. What? It's, it's three kids. What? And it's like, how come nobody knew about this? How come nobody knew? Why was it being covered up if they did? Because you would think that that means... A, either, like, red alert, find this kid. They, they or, explain it, but it still is really sure. Stupid. Or B, oh, kid is under suspicion. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, at home, Betty tells Alice about the party. The retirement oh, party. Oh, no. So now Alice... And she's is- like, <laughs> you want to retire to my bedroom? Tell you what. <laughs> to her daughter? No! <laughs> no! I know this show is warped, but no. No. So then we see Alice bursting into Pops to confront FP, and she's like, I'm not letting our kids make the same mistakes we did. And then FP is like, come to the party. You can chaperone. And then there's this weird sexual tension. Yeah? And then Alice leaves. (laughs) <laughs> great <laughs> so she busts in and she's like fuck you and he's like why don't you just chaperone and she's like fine <laughs> and just leaves <laughs> a swirl of a coat yep <laughs> i thought i was sort of playing up the um like in my head playing up the alice and fp thing because mm. it was like based on one interaction where the last cringy party episode mm. where he gets everyone out of the house and he's like, fancy seeing you here. And she's like, fancy seeing you here. And he's like, you yeah. still look nice. And she's like, yeah, and, then, and then in my brain, I turn, I sort of turn that into like, Ew. but no, actually she, yeah. she oh, is yeah. ready to go. Uh-huh. Yep. So, um, Archie and Veronica tell Benny and Jughead about, um, the, uh, third child whose name is Joseph Conway, who survived, and he had his name changed to live a normal life. He was adopted in Riverdale, and it's like, 
if he wants to live a normal life and change his identity, I don't think you can stay in Riverdale. Like, I'm just saying, like, logistically, I don't really think that is they, the smartest move. There was, like, really no sense of... No. There was nothing. Small townness that you would think there would be. No, there's absolutely nothing. There's just nothing. Joseph Conway? There's, yeah. Alright. Which I misheard the first time as Joseph Conrad. Ah, back to I Heart of Darkness. Like, I need to leave. <laughs> Yes, this is my house. <laughs> and yes, this is a fictional show, but I do have to leave. And then you go for a long walk, and then you get you get back, and 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 you go. Didn't you hear? There was a terrible accident. <laughs> so now I have to move to Thistle House. <laughs> I do. Uh, so Jughead suggests that the kid might be the Black Hood. Oh, good Hmm. job, Jughead! And then they decide that they're going to look through old, because, you know, the kid stayed in Riverdale, so he would have gone to school. So they're going to look through old yearbook photos and match the faces. Yeah. Um, But Betty and Jughead can't do it because they have to go to the retirement party. So our planet e- and and then Jughead or Archie and Veronica are gonna show up later is what happens. Cool. So last episode, yeah, Betty multiple times broke into slash followed people and would stop for nothing. Mm-hmm. And this episode, she has a hell of a lead. Yeah, and she's not, and has decided to to not. To not. Yeah. And to furthermore give the responsibility to Veronica and Archie Rum like the alcohol Andrews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what an iconic line that was. I, I love that. I can't stop thinking about that one. Like the alcohol? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else it would be, Archie. Is the idea that they don't want to go to the murder house because they're scared or are they busy? Um, for Jughead, it's because he's busy. For Betty, it's because she's scared. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I w- it's a very odd switch off. It is. It's very strange. But again, I don't know, like, you really can't expect any level of consistency from this show. You truly cannot. No. 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 So they're, they're at school, Archie and Veronica are at school, it's late at night, they're sifting through yearbooks, and they find a match, Ooh. and the kid's name is Joseph Spenson, who, surprise, is the janitor. <laughs> I knew you'd like that part. The brief <laughs> moment of, like, there was, like, just a second where you're, like, I could see the gears turning in your head, and then it clicked how fucking ridiculous that is. <laughs> I love... <laughs> That's the closest thing they've come yet to, like, a reveal where I was, like, enjoyed it in a, in a non-pained way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like you can see they tried to set it up. Like, just last week, they were like, mm-hmm. I know, we there will be a janitor. janitor. Yeah. And then this week, they were like, guess what? It's the janitor. <laughs> the one we introduced and you don't know his name and he was around when Josie was scared Ha ha! We got you! Fuck you, Agatha Christie! <laughs> we are the mystery boys now! <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, so he's still in the school cleaning because he's the janitor and it's right. after hours, and I guess that's janitor time. So his whole family was killed. Yeah. He, he somehow, like, got away from it all, by which we mean just changed his name in Riverdale. Yeah. Went to Riverdale High. Uh huh. And stayed 
to work at Riverdale High. Yeah. Cool. And no, it doesn't make any sense. No, why would it? So, uh, they go and, like, find him to, like, confront him, and he immediately runs. I can't believe it. But then, like, they catch him in, like, the, like, science room or whatever. Mm. And it's, and it's, like, .3 seconds later... (laughs) And he immediately spills everything. And it's wow. Like, so why did we have that chase? And he's like, they're like, they even asked, like, what did you run? And he's like, because I was scared. And it's like, well, then have it be a cool chase scene, at least. Like, give me some payoff. Come on. I have so little. <laughs> Is that another Alice line? Yeah. <laughs> I am Alice. No. 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 So, um, they, he explains that he saw everything that happened. He saw who killed his dad, or his his family, and that it was a con man drifter guy. Okay. And then afterwards, a group of men found him. Oh my god. And took him to, I think he said a motel, but I didn't write it down, which is silly of me. Mm. And then, um, the con man was there, and they asked the kid joseph to identify him and he did and then they took him away and killed him and then veronica demands to know if he's the black hood and he's like i'm not and then she keeps aggressively calling him the black hood and it's like veronica okay if he is the black hood you don't want to be doing that because you know he has a gun and if he's not what a horrible thing for you to do mm-hmm and can, then can i read that back to you just so i make sure i understood what the fuck you just said to me yeah 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 this Go for it. joseph yeah is Hyde. He sees family die. Uh-huh. He sees who did it. It's this weird fucking traveling yep. minstrel. Yes. And, yeah, minstrel. Um, yeah. <laughs> a wandering minstrel. Um, <laughs> That's beautiful. Thanks. That's That's beautiful and then a bunch of dudes come uh-huh. and collect him. Yeah. Bring him to a place. Yeah. Bring in the killer. Yeah. And say, do you know who that is? Yeah. He says yes, mm-hmm. and they kill the killer. Yeah. And then just let him go? Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I feel the cult enus coming on. Uh, yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's really dumb. It's really dumb. So, um, well, Veronica is, like, demanding if he's the Black Hood, which is such... Like, why do people keep doing this? Like, you're putting yourself in so much danger. <laughs> Tone it the fuck down. Because if the writers lack that much subtlety, I guess the characters sort of have to as well. <laughs> I guess that's a really fair assessment. Well, so true. Uh, wow, so true. So Archie, like, is looking into his eyes, and then he's like, this isn't the Black Hood. I looked into the Black Hood's eyes. I know what they look like. It's, this isn't This isn't it. Archie. So then we see Betty getting ready for the party, and mm. she's got her little her little button-up shirt, and she's she's got her hair in her ponytail, and then she, like, does something weird in the mirror. Like, she's kind of just, like, she, like, like drags her, like, fingertips of, like, her leg, and, like, kind of, like, touches her chin okay. a little bit, like, her throat, and then she, like, pulls her hair down out of the ponytail to oh. be sexy. 
And then Veronica at the lodges tells Hermione that um, she's like, you know, I'm, I think that I'm working so hard on this case because I don't want to confront the fact that Archie said the L word to me. Like, I just don't think I can say it back. And like, I've never even heard you and, and, and daddy say it to each other. So how can mm. I say it? And that's, that's hard. <laughs> that is hard. Yeah. And then we see Archie and Fred talk about the situation oh, too. Parallel. A parallel. Fred offers some decent advice, which is, you know, is this some, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Like, some people just have different, you know, timelines, even in the same relationship. And it's like, yeah, Fred, you're right. So now it's time for the retirement party. Sure. Now it's time for the retirement okay. party. Yeah. <sighs> my, yeah. My heart rate's picking up. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm so excited. Okay. So, um... Also, I don't know why Tony works at the bar. Like, she's, like, a high school student. <laughs> so I'm confused But don't they that. let people in there anyway, like, regardless of age? Can't you just hang out there if you're there? Super So then Betty and Alice arrive. Um, Alice is uh, dressed like she belongs. She's got, you know, her leather jacket and oh, her black whoa. outfit and her, her really dark Dude, good red Good thing lipstick. they're in a bar, because she's fucking thirsty. <laughs> Oh, yes. So, oh, and also I forgot to mention when um, FP is like, you know, oh, you should come to the party. Uh, she's like, Hal would never come. And then, and then <laughs> FP's like, leave him at home. <laughs> and Hal, Hal's in the corner like, yeah, leave me at home. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like hiding in a closet like, Yeah. yeah. So, Betty tells Jughead that she has a surprise for him later. Oh. Alice is just being a lot. Yep. As she is. Sure. Archie, okay, this part is so frustrating. Because Archie, like, goes to Veronica. They, like, arrive separately. Sure. Because there's some tension in the relationship. Oh, my God. And so, he tells her that she shouldn't feel any pressure to say I love you back. And she hugs him. She's like, oh, like, thank you. Like, I appreciate that. And then he immediately gets mad that she didn't say it. Then, Archie. And he's like, <laughs> and then he tells her that he signed them up for a duet. And he says, that Donnie Darko song you love, or hopefully no, strongly no. like, at least. Okay, okay, okay. I, I The Rolodex in my head is, uh... <laughs> Fucking Donnie Darko. I, I, it's uh, such a shitty thing to do. It's like he, he that's so manipulative. Like, you know what, yeah, I was, I was, was before so I started panicking about music, it was like, what do you, uh, what do you mean it didn't, my manipulation tactic didn't work? It's like, those are what you're supposed to say. Right? It's like, well then it doesn't mean anything, you fuckwit. Right? It's so shitty. I hate him. Anyway, so. What? Now it's time, and you see, I... No. No. No, Evelyn, no! (laughs) I I can't do this! Yeah, I could describe to you. You could! You What happens in the scene. But then I thought, it's really better experienced. So I'm going to pull up um, the episode. Just give me one sec. No. Um, I have the timestamp. Yeah. Um, And uh, we're going to... uh, uh, just go through this. Mm. I there was one song that's jumping in mind. Doesn't seem great for. It makes no fucking sense. It doesn't seem great for a duet. 
but also like nothing w- about this is good. I want to know what song you're thinking of before we begin here. Sure. Uh, Mad World. <laughs> Talk to Hildegard. Talk to Hildegard in your happy place. So, so, so this, this song that has become the, amongst the old guard of memes for being played over something yeah. because it's overly dramatic will be sung on this show seriously. Yeah. Great. Help! <laughs> so that was the scene. so... They sing Mad World. And when I say they, I mean more people than one would think. Because, like, the first, first, like, what, two verses and then the first chorus is, like, Archie solo, Veronica solo, awkward as hell. They are stock still at their mics, super awkward, no movement. It is every talent show nightmare ever. And we know how they love talent shows. Uh, And then they get to the end of the chorus and... Funnily enough, Veronica's super uncomfortable. Yeah. And so weird. she runs off stage. And Archie goes, Veronica. And then he runs <laughs> after her. And then the whole audience starts booing. Which is kinda wild. amazing, first of all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if there's a song, I like clearly something's going on. And also booing someone at karaoke is fucking cruel. Yeah. But I don't know, I guess they're Cold-blooded like snakes. Um, and then... <laughs> so, um, there's, like... Veronica really, like... What's the word? Conveniently ran off at, like, a piano interlude, I guess. Yeah. And um, so Betty has some time <laughs> to consider her decisions. <laughs> and she makes the worst one. Which is... She goes out of her way to make the worst one. You can see her thinking it over. And she gets up on stage, right in time, grabs the mic, and starts singing. And then makes direct (laughs) eye contact with Jughead. With some serious bedroom eyes, might I add. I'm starting to think it's a Cooper specialty. Yeah. Uh, And Jughead's leaning up against the pool table looking constipated. And she, her hands move away from the microphone, and that, I think, was when I screamed. Yes, that is when you knew. That is when I knew. Against all hope, there was no no going back. Because she, she starts stripping (laughs) to the song, (laughs) Mad World. (laughs) Oh, and don't forget, this is at her boyfriend's dad's retirement party. Well, yeah, and then goes to the stripper pole at her boyfriend's dad's retirement party. She's, her voice is still happening. They're still singing. So I don't know if we're all collectively hallucinating it. But it's like they wanted to do a shitty homage to, like, surpass that scene in Watchmen where they, people have sex really, 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 really slowly to hallelujah and it's just unbearable. It's like, there are so many s- songs in the world and 
That was the one where she went, yes, this is the sexy song. This is the song to which I will strip in front of a room full of people. Also my boyfriend, also his dad, (laughs) also my mother, because Alice walks in, looking fantastic, by the way, and she... I have never felt more kinship with her than in that moment where she sees what is happening. And it's so important that Jughead is not reacting at all. Like no, like no choked, like, oh my God, like no, no, nothing. Once he looks down. But down, like, too far. She's far away, like, on a stage. So he's not looking at, like, her butt. Like, it looks like something fell at his feet. And he was like, oh, wait, what? Um, <laughs> and, and... I have no idea how he feels about it. If he were upset, if he was really, like, turned on, if he was turned on but struggling with it, nothing. He just, he's just sort of <laughs> vaguely grimacing. And, and, I'm and... Living. I'm living. Oh my god, I'm so I'm dying. <laughs> and, and then she, for the very last verse, her real voice comes back, or she actually starts, like, she goes back to the mic and her skivvies and just goes, mad build. And then it ends, and there's silence. And then people start clapping. Except that. Except that. It is very clear because of where the sound comes from when it starts and what happens right before we pause it again. FP starts the clap. So, so, so there's a lot of layers to this situation. And she took all of them off. Uh-huh. So, we should put some sort of poll somewhere where it's like, what is the least, what is the saddest song to strip to short of Let Me Entertain You, which is heartbreaking and intentionally so. Mad world, and she's just, she, oh. yeah. It uh, <laughs> nothing from Jughead. I also couldn't help <laughs> but wonder if this was supposed to be a nod to him actually advocating. I'll give Cole Sprouse this: he was advocating to keep Jughead asexual, mm. and of course they don't do that no. in the show. But I love the idea that in some alternate universe, that was what was happening. And she really was doing this for nothing. <laughs> because it just wasn't, it was like, not, it, what, it is nothing, I feel nothing but <laughs> anger. <laughs> FP, why did you start... Why did you need to initiate the clap? I I guess I can sort of see where it's like, that silence was unbearable, so I guess I can sort of see like, oh my god, Jesus. Yeah, like, let's just just move this along somehow. But also, she's 16? Yeah, and also he's like smiling, so that adds a lot. So that's the scene in which Betty Cooper strips while singing Mad World at her boyfriend's dad's retirement party from a gang. You know how you retire from gangs? You know how you retire from gangs? Retire from being the king of a gang. Speaking of retiring from gangs, FP now gets up to give a speech. Good. 
That's right, folks. This episode isn't done. No. So, but he, I am. He thanks the serpents and he talks about how, um, you know, the serpents have been there for him even when his own family hasn't been. What? And he pointedly looks at Jughead, which is a confusing what? thing. And then he Whoa. announces that he's staying a serpent. What? And Alice tries to get Betty to leave, but Betty refuses. And then, um, and then FP says, I am not going gently into the night, which, how dare you do that to oh. Dylan Thomas? I will not abide that <clears throat> slander. Thank you very much. You put that villanelle back where it belongs, mister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then FP gets off stage, and he gives Jughead a hug and tells him that he knows about Penny, and, um, uh, that, that Jughead did the one thing that FP said not to do, which was to keep keep, you know, talking to Penny. Right. Um, even though it's like, okay, well, Jughead didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Or didn't think that he had a choice. What the fuck, FP? And then he says that Jughead broke his heart. Ah! And, um, and, and, uh, Dude! And now FP, and, and Jughead's not in the gang anymore. Jughead's <laughs> out. He can just decide that? Apparently. Because he's the king of the gang? I guess because he's the king of the gang. This is ridiculous. Yes. Yes, it is. That's such a terrible... I'm not going to argue that no. at all. What a terrible thing to say to your son. Especially if we've been working towards all this, like, him taking these slow, difficult steps to getting things together. Mm-hmm. To then look at your son in public, who has no one else, and be like, you weren't there for me. When yeah. he very, very much, much was... Yep. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So now they've taken away one of our good dads. Yeah. And I have so very few of those in my life, so. Someone thought (laughs) that was good. I'm back to the stripping. I'm sorry. It's really. (laughs) No, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. Like, it's so awkward, but it makes some degree of sense where it's like what a teen archie you asshole what a teen asshole and then they run off the stage and you'd think we'd follow them no but no but no now it's time for what i'm going to call (laughs) betlesque betlesque that's delightful it's not anyway so Archie has followed Veronica outside, and he tells her that it's okay that she can't say I love you, and then Mm -hmm. Veronica's like, well, okay, obviously it's not, because you said that, and then you were mad at me. Yes! Um, and then, and then she breaks up with him. Really? Yeah, she does. Oh! She's like, I'm so sorry, and she, like, kisses him goodbye, and then she gets in the car, and she drives away. Wow! While her chauffeur drives her away. That was, yeah, Andre. Um, so then Jughead finds Betty outside, uh-huh. and Betty explains that she did this to be part of Jughead's world, and Jughead's, oh. she's like, you know, why are you upset? Like, are you, like, he's like, I'm, it's everything. She, she's like, you know, was it the dancing? And then he was like, it's just, it was just this whole thing. You know what? I, this will probably be the only time I say this. Jughead, you're right, and I agree. <laughs> it was everything. It was everything. And then he he's like, you know, you can't be part of my world. I'm not sure that I can keep you safe um, if you stay with me. And then he tells her to go home. And she's crying. And that's the last screenshot I sent you. Okay. And then we get our closing narration. Yeah. And Jughead compares what's happening to a board game. What? 
of snakes and ladders for some reason. What? Oh, He's snakes? Like, serpents? Anything? Is that anything? Yeah, that's the thing, but it's like, this really is not all like snakes and ladders. Like, have you ever played snakes and ladders? This isn't like snakes and ladders. And then he's like, and then someone tips the board and we all slide off. That's not... What are you talking about? And then Archie's abs make another appearance. (laughs) And Betty and Archie look at each other through the window. And and then that's the end of the episode. Come on! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alright, I I think it's time for our closing thoughts. Um... I can tell you really liked this one. No thoughts, head empty. <laughs> Only rage. Mm-hmm. Only rage remains. Yeah. <sighs> it's a lot. They kept saying part of your world, and I was really hoping we'd get some sort of Little Mermaid reference. That part would be fun. Part of your world. Millier. And then she starts stripping again. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently, we can just do that to anything at any time. Uh-huh. No one will try and stop you. No. <laughs> the <laughs> I'm happy she didn't look uncomfortable. Yeah, she definitely seems to be, like, enjoying herself, which is nice. And that is the, the one silver lining to this big fucking cloud Yeah, that consumes Riverdale in its smog. Uh-huh. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, I can't... I, <laughs> I don't think even Glee did this. And, like, there are so many writers, and they all had to, like, sign off on this and be like, yes, this means something. This is a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. We will not think about any of the implications of fucking 50-something skeet clapping for a 16-year-old who's actually 20X. Yeah. Stripping! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and Jughead's non-reaction really is wild yeah it really kind of makes it I think yeah you know it it just adds such a level of why yeah <laughs> I yeah it's really bad what the fuck yeah <laughs> and we can expect this level of pure nonsense from here on out okay yeah so buckle the fuck up, Miranda. What did it have to do with anything? Nothing. And I zoomed through the entire rest of the recap because I was so fucking pumped to play you that clip. You did. We're about 15 minutes short. Shorter than usual. Oh, are we? I was... I just... Oh. Miranda. It's incredible. And also nothing else in the episode matters. No. <laughs> no, it's like... We're talking about a murder of a family. Yeah. And instead, actually, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking Mm-mm. about Veronica can't say the L word. Yeah. Yeah. I stripped to be part of your world. What an incredible reasoning mm-hmm. to have. <laughs> she unbuttoned her top. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> oh my god! I uh, God, I want to know. I, wanna, I really do want to hear from Alice about this. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. House of the Devil. House of the Devil. I guess we spent some time there. In hell, certainly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compute. No, it does not. Nothing. 
computes. I don't know where my glasses have gone. That's okay. And they'll come back when they're ready. I hate this and them and not the glasses and <laughs> and and all all of everyone who thought this was a good choice, who thought this was something to do, and then they did it, and now they're on season five, and. N- and nobody stopped them. I don't think even Glee went this hard this early. No, I don't think so either. There's just not really much to say. It can only really be felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Signed us up to sing that song from Donnie Darko. Now, I'm trying to think of other fun karaoke songs. That song you love, or at to least be sexy too. like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, asshole. I can see your brain melting. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Goodbye, brain. And they just keep going. And they just it keep just keeps. <laughs> and there's so many things we didn't hear about. Yeah. It's such a mess. But it keeps going. <laughs> and then they make it. And then they make that. <laughs> a whole episode Uh for that with like actual plot what are they doing what are they doing why does this (laughs) exist i'm i'm with i feel like i'm witnessing like like a true breakdown this is fascinating i guess what i was This gives me existential, artistic existential dread, like nothing else. Yeah. Because it's just like, if this can be so widely liked, even, Mm -hmm. distributed, it's like, then what's the point in trying anything if I can just slap a fucking sad song over a sexy lady who's not actually a teenager, so it's okay. Yeah. And... Yeah, like, let's not forget that in context, Betty is, like, 16 or 17. And, (laughs) once again, tell me the, show me, show me the woman who would feel safe in front of an entire room full of, apparently mainly dudes. Right. And just start undressing. Who are rowdy enough to, like, boo and shout comments and have been shown to, you know, beat people up. I, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've I've watched this clip several times because I like to show it to people to terrorize my friends. So (laughs) I've, like, worked through the feelings, Mm. which are just... And how many friends do you have now? (laughs) Um, very few. (laughs) And I think after tonight I have one less. So I'm whittling away. Um... (laughs) No. No. I think this means... Uh, so 21. So I think this means at episode 42, yeah. Jughead should start to sing and then strip to The Sound of Silence. Fair. Right in. Right, right in them. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And they all, they all just did that. Mm-hmm. They all just did that. They all just did that. Even with, like, reality TV... There's sort of a sense of, like, we don't talk about it being manufactured. Yeah. But it's sort of understood. This is, like, 
you know someone had to sign off on all of this mm-hmm. and they just did and they just did roberto you sick fuck <gasps> i hate you <laughs> i hate what you stand for i hate what you do to nice things <laughs> I hate that you have so much creative control. Mm-hmm. I hate him. <laughs> well, folks, uh, tonight we've all gotten to bear witness to several stages of a total mental collapse. <laughs> so I hope that you enjoyed taking notes. <laughs> and learning about the human brain and how it melts out of <laughs> how it melts <laughs> when confronted with Riverdale. Bye. Bye. <laughs>